us, that's all. Something my granddaddy used to tell us. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Welcome to the first fictional episode of Zombie World, where we cover every damned thing about zombies, literally. This week, like many of the weeks to come, we focus on zombie fiction. Some new, some established, all surprising, or at least we hope it is. This week, we're offering up the first installment of Live and Direct from the Zombie Apocalypse. But let's cover just a little bit of zombie-related news that stumbled over editorial desks this week and a couple of our very own quick bites. As we said before, the Japanese manga Zom 100 had a big multimedia splash in the last few weeks. The comic is up to 12 editions now and still rolling out monthly from Viz. In fact, the next edition is coming up August 19th, and you can read it for free at viz.com, or you can buy the individual books for around 12 bucks each through zombiegiftguide.com. Check the show notes and or our cheat sheet, Bloody Sunday, for links. And if you're a Netflix subscriber, you can catch the first five episodes of the anime right now, too, with more coming weekly. They're not available for purchase yet. And then there's the live-action version. Now, for some reason, we thought this was going to be a series, but no, this is just a one-shot, 90-minute film on Netflix released early in August 2023, and the response has been underwhelming at best. The goofy exuberance of the manga and the anime didn't really translate well here. Even the central metaphor about how much being a low-level corporate drone resembles being a zombie is almost entirely lost in this version. And then it's pointed out with painful awkwardness right near the end, so you get it. Fan scores on Rotten Tomatoes are down to the 30th percentile, so it's not good. Here's just a few of the quotes. Cultural novelty aside, pretty tame and tepid going, start to finish. After the entertaining opening chapter, in which Akira gets a job and then starts to celebrate when the world effectively ends, the film begins to drag shambling aimlessly from one event to the next, rather like a stumbling zombie with no sense of direction. The committed playing of the cast ensures we never get completely bored, but in between the film's standout sequences, such as the aforementioned killer shark, which creates havoc in the aquarium, the film never really catches fire. For a film about breaking free of convention and trying out new things to make the best of a bad situation, ZOM 100 Bucket List of the Dead is mostly just bad. It does get the checking boxes part down, but there is little life to the experience. The production values are high, and hey, the Zoms and especially the zombie shark look great. But this seems not to be one of the cases where if you like the manga slash anime, you'll like the movie, because chances are you won't. Hey, remember Stephen King's Misery? Remember how Annie Wilkes gets real mad at Paul Sheldon, that cockadoodie, not only for killing off her favorite character, but then trying to bring her back into the sequel, the sequel she's forcing him to write, by kind of retconning her death like it never really happened? I'm sorry, Paul, this is all wrong. What? You'll have to do it over again. It's not worthy of you. Throw it all out. Except for that part of naming the gravedigger after me. You can leave that in. I really value your criticism, but maybe we're being a little hasty here. Paul, what you've written just isn't fair. Not fair. That's right. When I was growing up in Bakersfield, my favorite thing in all the world was to go to the movies on Saturday afternoons for the chapter plays. Cliffhangers. 
I know that, Mr. Man. They also call them cereals. I'm not stupid, you know. Anyway, my favorite was Rocket Man. And once it was a no-breaks chapter. And the bad guys stuck him in a car on a mountain road and knocked him out and welded the door shut and tore out the brakes and started him to his death. And he woke up and tried to steer and tried to get out, but the car went off a cliff before he could escape. And it crashed and burned and I was so upset and excited. And the next week, you better believe I was first in line. And they always start with the end of the last week. And there was Rocket Man trying to get out. And here comes the cliff. And just before the car went off the cliff, he jumped free. And all the kids cheered. But I didn't cheer. I stood right up and started shouting, this isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us. This isn't fair. He didn't get out of the cock a car. Well, that seems to be what's going on with the much-discussed sequel to Will Smith's version of I Am Legend, based very, very loosely on the 1954 Richard Matheson novel of the same name. Apparently, they're not even going to make up some hang closet or a hole under the floorboards or Indiana Jones-like refrigerator that saves him from the huge explosion at the end of his 2007 version. Nope, they're just going to retcon the ending so that he survives and can make the sequel. Great. Smith's first movie made a crap load of money, past half a billion dollars, so it's not surprising that they're crafting a sequel. And this one seems to have lined up Michael B. Jordan to fight the Darkseekers for the sequel. Much past that, like possible release date or premise or other stars, has yet to be released. We do know that Akiva Goldsman is working on the script, but that too is stopped dead by the writer's strike. Judging by a long-ago press release from the studio, I Am Legend 2 will be set decades after Robert Novell's Not Death. And it looks like now he realizes the monsters aren't really just monsters at all. In spite of all that swarming and screaming and chomping, they're a whole new species, and deserving of respect rather than mass murder. Huh. And we're told that at least part of the movie has Neville and apparently his buddy, or buddies, returning to New York City, from which they escaped in the first film. There's no danger that this will resemble the original 1954 novel by Richard Matheson, Basically, every version of the story has deviated wildly from the source material. First, there was The Last Man on Earth back in 1964, and even though Matheson himself, who was a major force behind the original Twilight Zone, worked on that screenplay, the studio changed it so much that he had his name removed. In this particular movie, Vincent Price, of all people, plays the immune hero, but you wouldn't recognize much of anything else here compared to the book or the subsequent reboots. And remember, in Matheson's original book, the creatures are much closer to your classic vampire, though they are created by an unfortunate virus with full reasoning faculties, far from shrieking fast zombies. Anyway, the immortal Charlton Heston starred in the next version, The Omega Man, that premiered in 1971. Heston is much tougher than Vincent Price. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> But this time, the vampires are more like drug-addicted, technology-hating albino cultists, led by the wonderfully salivating Anthony Zerby as the bad guy. Still, Neville dies in the end in this one, too, giving his immune blood to survivors to slink out of the city. What a guy. And then came I Am Legend in 2007. Now, 
These newly named Dark Seekers have a sensitivity to light and a liking for blood like vampires, but otherwise are pretty close to the viral fast zombies of 28 Days Later. Or at least they were. Who knows what we'll see next. Anyway, I Am Legend 2 is out there somewhere. Don't expect to see it, or even a trailer of it, until 2025. But if we hear anything more, we'll let you know. At least a sequel, no matter how cock-a-duty it is, is in the works. Everything we've talked about in this episode of Zombie World, you can find at zombiegiftguide.com. We have hundreds of items. We've got apparel, we've got mugs, we have home decor, books, movies, gag gifts. Even for your home bakers, there are things you can do to make a zombie party for kids or adults. We've got things that you can make some great zombie treats, zombie cake, a little bit of everything, y'all. Don't miss out. Go to Zombie Gift Guide and find all of your zombie needs today. A long time ago, I had this idea. I'd already written a whole series of zombie novels, a, a continuation of Z.A. Wrecked's series, The Morning Star Strain, and I'd read and reviewed about 18 zillion others. But now I had an idea for a pretty cool variation on zombies and how people just might survive and build a whole different kind of society after the end of the world. I mean, way after. I'm still working on that big old book, but meanwhile, here is the first in a series of audio dramas set in that same universe, just a few days after the outbreak. It goes on and it gets bigger from here, but see what you think. There's someone scratching at the door. Not something like a dog or a cat or a rat. That would go all crazy fast and never ending. No. This is someone, like, knocking, but with fingernails. Like, they want me to answer the door. I think it might be my mom. I think she wants to hurt me bad. Like, she hurt Cindy and Petey. My name is Hannah Keys. I'm 19 years old. I live in Santa Monica with my mom and my younger sister and her dog. I've been accepted at USC and Chapman and even Santa Barbara, woohoo, party school. And I was just about to decide, but that's over, probably forever. According to my phone, I've been in here for 11 hours and um, 22 minutes, but how can I know for sure? There aren't any windows in here. Come on, it's a closet. And the electricity went off like four hours ago. I was lucky to get a full charge on the phone before it went, but whatever. Feels like forever. I'm starving to death and thirsty as fuck, and I can only make this one bottle of water and this ancient pack of Slim Jims last for so long. God, I wish it would stop. Okay. Okay. I just have to get out of here. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> the last thing I saw on my phone before I lost service 
was this TikTok that said they were all afraid of fire. Maybe because they're like dead and dried out. They go up real easy, they said, like a palm tree, a wildfire. So that's a thing. I can use that. Maybe fire will kill that thing outside the door. But I should feel bad about that, right? It's my mom out there, <laughs> scratching at the door. Perfect timing, mom. <laughs> or it used to be my mom, but it's not anymore. It just looks like her. I mean, it's my mom's body, but she's not in there anymore. Or she's buried so deep under the thing that's controlling her, that's riding her like a, a jockey rides a fucking racehorse. But it doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's not her. I'd like to think she's coming back, but I don't th think she is. <laughs> this has been going on for weeks now, getting worse and worse every day. And nobody I know has heard a single story about one of these mounts. That's what they're calling them, mounts. Ever getting better. Ever coming back. So I'm doing this to build up my courage, talking it out. Because I'm going to have to do this myself, aren't I? Nobody's coming to rescue me. Fuck, no one even knows I'm here. And the cops and the military and even the fucking neighborhood watches that everyone was talking about, they're all dead or turned by now. So what's going to happen when I open that door? What will happen when I face her? She was a good mom. I mean, not perfect. She still gets all weird about tats and piercings. And I probably will never get to have another one now that, you know, this has happened. But she loved me and Sissy. She did. She tried never to say a bad word about Daddy, even though I know she hated his guts for what he did. But really, she didn't deserve to get eaten by a brain parasite. Nobody does. Except the motherfuckers who started it all, if anybody did. They can't open doors. That's the other thing I saw. I think it was on YouTube before it fritzed out. That saved a lot of people, I, at least for a little while. These mounts are stupid. The doors don't even have to be locked or anything, just latched, just closed. And I know, at least I'm pretty sure, that our house, the one I'm stuck in right now, had all the doors closed last night. I know I closed it behind Sissy and Mom when they came home, and Sissy's dead now. Not just hurt enough to turn, but dead, dead, forever dead. I made sure of that. So it's, uh, it's just Mom. Stop it! Okay, so follow me here. I take that nice chiffon blouse I wore to Gretchen's graduation party. I wrap it around the end of this toilet brush I was supposed to use to clean the bathroom, but just hit it in here so Mom would forget. <laughs> then I pour this cheap-ass peach brandy that Stephanie stashed in here during the sleepover last month all over the chiffon. Wow, that smells bad. And then all I have to do is light it with this big we keep with the bong and do this thing. I'm wearing the Pendleton shirt that Daddy gave me for yard work. I never wore because it's so ugly. <laughs> I'm putting my phone in the breast pocket and buttoning it in so it won't fall out. And
and I'm leaving it on record. So if anybody ever finds it and can make it work, they can hear what happened. Or, you know, I'll somehow might actually not die, so I might come back on and tell you myself. So, okay. One, two, three. Oh my god, mom. I can't. I can't. No, no, don't. Oh shit, 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 shit. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm gonna have to stop this now. I'm gonna stop this now. I'll be back later. Okay, I'm safe for a minute. I'm over in Mr. Sinclair's guest house right down the street from our place and across from the Circle K. And why the fuck would anybody care about that? <laughs> she didn't look dead. At least not dead enough. I guess she hadn't been gone that long. She didn't look dried out at all, at least not at first. She was wearing the same dress that dress she loved. Her hair wasn't even that bad. I've seen it worse. So it wasn't like a zombie or a mount or whatever you call it. It was mom. So I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't shove that fucking stupid torch thing into her face. I couldn't kill her. I mean, you see the zombies in the movies or in Call of Duty, but those are just things. Those are monsters. This was my mom. And except for this horrible chunk out of her shoulder right next to her collarbone. It was all chewed up and torn and scabbed over. It was still mom. So I just shoved the torch at her and she, or it, I guess, it backed away. And I ran for the bedroom door, but it was in the way not all that far from the door, and it caught me. It wasn't as slow as movie zombies, and it looked really strong, like all the fat, all my mom's soft curves had already burned away. It grabbed for me with hands like hooks, and I screamed because those were my mom's hands. And even though they were all bent and filthy, I could still see the nail polish on the fingers. This pretty pale lavender, really nice. It would have hurt me, turned me, except I tripped on something and fell hard, and that horrible hooked hand passed right over me. The thing is, I tripped over Sissy, her body. It was laying right where she'd fallen after I killed her. See, Mom had hurt her, scooped up a big piece out of her chest right next to the armpit so the parasites could just flutter right in and take her, but... I didn't want that to happen. I couldn't. So before they could get her, I called her name and I swung that claw hammer for the toolbox in the garage. I swung it hard and the claw went all the way into her temple like squish right into her brain so the fucking parasites couldn't have it. And Sissy fell right there. Just boom. She fell. Dead for good. And then 18 hours and 27 minutes later... She saved my life when I tripped over her body. Because when I fell, I didn't let loose of the torch, and it was still burning. 
and it gave me just enough time to roll over onto my back. And when that thing, that mount that used to be my mom, came for me, I stuck the torch in her mouth and shoved all the way through her palate and up and up, just like the hammer and sissy and the tire iron. And fuck, YouTube wasn't kidding. <laughs> I guess she was dry enough after all, because she just went up. Her head just went poof into a ball of flame and then the whole fucking room was on fire and I had to jet I had to just get out of there and I ran and I ran and I ran until I got here where it's quiet where I'm safe for a minute I need a break so I was thinking about the last call I got before T-Mobile went out it was from Jared, my sort of boyfriend, up at Pepperdine, which, take note, future historians, is near Malibu. He and a bunch of his nerd bros were barricaded in one of those labs there. They had their own power, some kind of solar thing they lashed together. They still had internet, too, a satellite uplink. They had food for weeks, he said. Weeks. So, I'm going there took a few days for me to pull it together, but I I have. I found out a bunch. The mounts are not only super stupid, but they're nearly deaf, and their eyes don't work that well, especially at night. It's all about the smell. Those fuckers can smell a living person from like a mile away. So the best time to move, if you have to, is at night or when there's a wind that can screw up the smell, or, best of all, a windy night. Which is what I have now. A tropical storm came in, like they have in bunches since the climate change stuff really started kicking in a couple summers ago. So I'm all bundled up, all leathers and gloves and high collars, so cute. And I'm going to Pepperdine. I'm going to find Jared and his buddies, and then see what happens next anything happens next. Ever. It'll take a couple of days, but I'll make it. I'm getting good at this shit. I miss my mom. I miss Sissy, even though she was a total brat most of the time. I miss everything. That's it for this week. In future fiction episodes, we plan to include recommendations of other people's books and short stories, including some short performances, and we'd love to know what you think. Drop us a note at brad at zombieworld.net or sam at zombieworld.net, or just go to the website goodoldzombieworld.net and do it there. We read and respond to replies and DMs on our social medias too, threads, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, all with the same name. Zombie World Net. Come say hello, like and subscribe, and all of that junk. Thanks for listening. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next week for a full-on Digest of the Living Dead, broadcasting live and direct, so to speak, from deep inside the zombie apocalypse on Zombie World. Until then, stay in touch, stay safe, and don't get bit. <laughs>